Danny Blanco, my man, how you doing? Your dreams have now been fulfilled. You're rocking with the best. It's your boy, Randy J. Cruz, alongside Danny Blanco. It's in the game podcast. We have a very special guest in the building today, Randy. Who are we got? Got my man Ray Santiago, producer from ESPN New York 98.7, also MSG Network in the building. Find him on Twitter at Ray Santi. Ray Santiago, my man, how you doing? I'm good, fellas. Appreciate y'all having me. Uh, glad we could take a few minutes to chat here with the uh, NFL on deck. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Before we uh, move on, find Denny Blanco on both Twitter and IG. As Sir Denny Blanco, find myself on Twitter and IG. Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, letter J-C-R-U-Z. Find the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube.com slash Cruise Control Podcast. It's in the game. Also on TikTok, as you mentioned, NFL kicks off tonight. We got the Lions, the uh, defending champion, KC Chiefs. But you are a big time Cowboy fan. I see you for those who are to watch this. How'd, how'd you know? How'd you know? Oh, my bad. Uh, because you got the big star on the chest of the, the pull up zipper jacket you got on. Uh, I love it. So you're a diehard Cowboy fan, right? Yeah, that's really like the first team that I was openly rooting for. Like that. I mean, I had the Yankees and stuff back in the day when I was a kid, but like the first like games where I could really remember growing up was was cowboy games watch with my aunt and uncle so that's uh kind of that's what kind of hooked me on the team it, it's it's fortunate that's that's around the time that they were getting good which is around the last time they were winning super bowls but you know yeah. this is so, so you fell in love with your your um michael irvin the michael irvin trade yeah smith Deion sanders uh, that 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 particular team the 90s is where that the, the love affair took place I, t I tell people this all the time like that you know i grew up spoiled thinking it was my god-given right to see my team in the super bowl every year that year they lost to san francisco like that was like that that upset me for months it was bad oh that, that was, was what, the 94 95 uh ja january 95 he remembered so, the date too <laughs> yeah man yeah <laughs> now nah, you know what i i recall watching that game i think that was on fox with that madden and pass mm -hmm. oh, that was the first year on fox yep they, wow and they were in san fran i think they were going mm -hmm. for back they were going for a 3p right they were going for a three-peat. They beat San Francisco two years in a row, and that was the, the that was the third year. Mm. Uh, was that, that, was that, that was the Dion team? That was that was the year San Francisco had Dion. They had Ken Norton. They they spent a lot of money in the offseason that year. Steve they, Young. Steve Young was, you know, Steve Young was an MVP at that point. People forget that mm. Steve Young was nice before that Super Bowl. Like he 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 was one of those dudes like you talk about like dudes feeling pressure year after year. Steve Young, if if he was playing in this modern age in that same situation, think about it. He he replaced a legend, and he was getting killed, bro. You ain't won a Super Bowl. Why why ain't you won? Why ain't you won? And, and imagine a guy going through that today. It's yeah, the same, same same type of thing. So all credit to Steve Young, and then then he went to Super Bowl, and that was back when the Super Bowl was kind of a joke. The AFC team was always getting smacked by the NFC team. And it was it was San Diego, and I think Steve Young dropped six touchdowns on him. So light. wow, light. yeah. And, and, and Jerry was still there, right? Jerry, with, with Jerry Rice still there. Oh yeah, Jerry. That that was Jerry Taylor. Rice. Yeah, he still he still had like uh, five six good years at that point. Uh, so yeah, his right before crazy. he didn't go to the Raiders. Like he, nah. he had a couple of years that he was still no, doing work. No, yeah. but I remember like in that championship game, Jerry Rice cooked us, bro. <laughs> like. He, he, like <laughs> <laughs> my my best friend, my best friend was a, was a 49er fan, so we were always going back and forth on those type of things. And you know, anytime I go over to his house, in, in his room, he had nothing but 49er posters. And of course, 
one of the posters that he had was like the the catch Jerry Rice made right before halftime of that game. Like he's looking right into the camera and he, he's he's clowning Larry Brown in the corner of the end zone. Man, it's like it's, it's a great catch, but like it's a bad memory for me. And I had to see that every time I, I visited my boy's house, bro. It was terrible, terrible PTSD. And that was that was basically. Uh, that was the, the the Barry Switzer Cowboys, right? That lost. That him. was the first year. That was the first year. J- Jimmy had just left. And think about that, man. Like if Jimmy was still around, I Dallas could have won that game. They could have won that. They could have won three, four, maybe five in a row. So you exactly. believe that? Yeah, you're one of those one of those Dallas fans that no, no doubt will will look at uh, you know uh, Mr. Jones and say, "Hey, if your ego wasn't your ego, uh-huh. you probably would have had some rings." Well, well, I'll say this: that's one hundred percent right. With Jerry, because Jerry Jones's ego is a big part of it, and but also at the same time, Jerry Jones' egos will allow him to buy the Cowboys and hire Jimmy in the first place. Uh, and also, not for nothing, but Jimmy was kind of flirting with leaving the team anyway. So, like him and Jerry, it, it, it was always a thing with them. Like they they were always button heads from the get go. So I'm not gonna sit here and and say that Jerry's without blame because he he deserves a, a hell of a lot of blame for it. But mm-hmm. but. But Jimmy deserves a little bit too. But I feel like it, it still bothers Jerry a lot because if you, if, I don't know if y'all pay attention to, to this thing in Dallas right now, but like they got this ring of honor over there, like most teams do. Um, you know, they don't, they don't officially retire numbers. They do the ring of honor. And they got a bunch of dudes that are, that are in there from the 90s team. Like Aikman, Irvin Smith are in there. Charles Haley's in there. Um, now they're moving on to like the recent generation, Jason Witten, Demarcus Ware, dudes like that. Jimmy still ain't in the ring of honor, bro. And they keep asking, and they keep asking really? Jerry, like, when are you gonna do it? He said he's gonna do it. And it's like, Jimmy, Jerry, when are you gonna do it? When are you gonna do it? I'll do it when I do it. So I don't know, man. I it's 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 mad wow. petty. It's mad petty. I don't like it. Captain Petty. Yep. <laughs> Captain Jim, petty Jim, all around. Jim, Jimmy's in the Hall of Fame, man. Like, and you gonna tell me he's in the Hall of Fame for however many years and you ain't put him in the ring? Put him in the ring, man. Just just put him in. Yeah, that's, and that's the thing too. That I think both of them's gonna go in the NFL Hall of Fame. I think they, mm-hmm. they, they're both in. They, they're both in already. So yeah, yeah. just so let's, it's, just it's do funny. it. That's crazy. Uh, before before I let, I, I let Danny go, you mentioned Sam Fram. Um, mm-hmm. So again, you've been I've been you've been a Cowboy fan for so long, but I know when it comes to people you hate, the rivals. I know Sam Fran's one of them. I know Philly's one of them, and I know the fucking Giants are, are one of them. But for <laughs> you, who? Who do you hate the most? Who does Cowboy Nation hate the most? Is it Philly, San Fran, Giants, somebody else? Who do they hate the most? You know what the thing with, with Cowboy Nation, and I never liked Cowboy Nation. I don't know put that out there. <laughs> but, um, like, it rotates, man. Like, it, ro- it, it always goes to, like, okay, well, which is the, the team that we're having the struggle with right now? Like, with, with the Cowboys, everybody hates you. Like, that's that's facts. The team, the, the fan base, what whatever. You, you, you wear that star. If, if you're not a member of that team or, or a fan of that team, you hate that. It, uh-huh. it, it, it makes you see red. So for me, growing up, like I said, the team that I hated because it was a team we were always battling was San Francisco. Let's go. When, when that went away, it, it wasn't quite the same. Uh-huh. And like there, there was those years where Philly just kept winning the division. So then it was Philly for a long time. Uh, Birds. <laughs> we... Then, like when we were having those battles with the Giants in the mid two thousands, and we lost that playoff game that we never should have lost, but like that, then it became the Giants for a long time. And then living here, it becomes so much worse. So, like for the longest time, bro, the Giants were the team that I I loved to hate. 
because I not not only because it's local and the fan base is they, they's always in your face every single time, but like there's there's a big holier than thou thing with the giant fan base that that rubs me the wrong way. But here's the thing about that that rivalry now, like Dallas won like what eleven of the last twelve. So mm-hmm. is it really a rivalry if you if you keep winning? Like so, I don't know. So so like if you telling me if you tell me right now who I hate the most, it's probably Philly. Because Philly won the division last year, and I thought that they had kind of a cakewalk for most of the season. I don't know that they faced any adversity to the Super Bowl, and I see a lot of people ready to just hand the division back to them this year. And um, this is actually the first the first time in a long, long time that I think Dallas is just as good as anybody else in the conference. And I'm I'm looking forward to see what they could do this year. I really am. So to answer your Philly, question in a yeah. long way, it's it's Philly. It's Philly. And real quick, Danny, before you go, uh, I think what asked what asked to that that Philly won a championship recently out of you, the Giants, and and mm-hmm. then they, they they got a chip, and plus they made the the Super Bowl last year too. So I know that yep. that was that was burning you up too, bro. You know what though? But like when they won the chip, it didn't burn me up th- uh, that much because like I, it was I got friends that are Philly fans that I love too, and it's like all right, I, I'm glad y'all won because y'all suffered a long time and yeah. and y'all deserved it. Plus, like the Nick Foles thing that kind of made them easy to root for. But I told him like, okay, now that you won and, and and you beat the Patriots too, so not for nothing. But like now that y'all won, is 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 back to bump y'all. Like, bro, I'm, I tried, <laughs> I tried to root for y'all. So like, it, it they, they became a but, but like to to me, their fan base is a little over the top with the with the cowboy hate. Their coach is annoying. I do not like their coach, bro. I, I, like for the moment they hire, like I I think the dude's a clown. Like um he he definitely like he he got more fans over there now because the team obviously is having more success. But I remember when he got hired, man, that this mm-hmm. dude was doing like a bunch of clown stuff. He he wore a beat Dallas shirt like the week that they played cowboy the Cowboys. And the Cowboys almost dropped fifty on them that week, bro. <laughs> like, I like wow. that t- like like you could buy that T-shirt like our Cowboys sites, and like it like just to mock him. Like, he, <laughs> but he's that type of guy. Like, bro, and, and like I get annoyed with some of the things he does. Like, you you ever watch that dude on the sideline? He, it's too much. It's over the top. Like yeah. he he cried during the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Like, bro, like you know that the cameras are there. Like, you you acted uh-huh. up because you know the cameras are there. Like, I I I don't I don't view him as authentic. I really don't. Okay, Denny Blanco. Oh, talking about irrational fans. Uh, <laughs> Ray, 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 Ray Santi. This is the Dallas year, really? Uh, why this year? Because I thought it was last year, and then I thought it was the year, <laughs> year before, before that. Well, well who so told you that? Well, who told you it was last year or the year before? Who told you that? Other Dallas. It was, like I, I, I promise you, it wasn't me. I okay. promise you it wasn't me. Okay, okay, so having stated that, it wasn't you. <laughs> having stated that, Ray, what makes you think this is the year? Well, I'm 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 gonna tell you this. Uh and, and you could ask Dave Rothenberg and Rick DiPietro because I've I've been with this show now for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And every time that Dallas put something together, I just kind of like I was nervous about it. There were there were elements of the team that I was I wasn't feeling, like whether the Interior defensive line, the health of the offensive line. Last year, for instance, uh, they really didn't have much at the number two receiver and the number two corner. Like those were problems all year. They were running out uh, Noah Brown, who I I love Noah Brown. That that dude gave nothing but heart every time. But mm-hmm. here's the thing about Noah Brown: he was a seventh round pick out of out of Ohio State. Noah Brown was a special teamer for like the first five years of his career. Like that's what he that's what he was. Like, you know, the personal protector on the punt team, the mm-hmm. up back, that was yeah. his main job, bro. Like he was a blocking wide receiver. Like he was like, Oh, we're gonna use you like as a mini tight end. 
And he had to be the number two receiver last year because they really didn't have another option. And again, love the dude. He gave nothing. He gave nothing but heart. But like as the season progressed, you could see this this dude's not a number. This he's not a guy that you should rely on as number two receiver. The number two should have been Michael Gallup, but Michael Gallup was come. Right. He tore his ACL the previous January, and he came back last year to the field, but he wasn't right. Like he shouldn't. Like it was a situation like okay, uh, you're not a hundred percent healthy, but we kind of need you out there. And he wasn't right the whole year. They they replaced that number two receiver spot with Brandon Cooks. And Brandon Cooks, you think of a, as of a guy who's older, uh-huh. but he's still he's still only twenty nine, and he he gets thousand yard seasons like everywhere he goes. Now you get in that the, the guy's got Jets still, still, and that's an element in their offense on the outside that they were kind of missing. They got Tony Pollard. Uh, they got the kick return to uh, Kevontae Turpin. Like those guys are fast, but they're not. You know, they're not outside receivers. This is an element to their offense that they ain't had in years. Uh, on right. the other side of the ball, it's the same thing. Like the Trevon Diggs, I, I I love him. He he's not a perfect corner by by any means. He does get beat sometimes, no doubt about it. Uh, but the the second corner last year similarly uh was a guy who gave good effort. He he had. He he was he was where he needed to be most of the time, but when he needed to make matchup plays, and, and usually what what do you do as an offense? You attack the weaker corner, right? Uh, Anthony Brown loved him, gave good effort, and and had a solid career. Six round pick for, for the Cowboys. I think Pittsburgh picked him up last week, but he was on the free agent market that entire time. That should tell you what the league thought of Anthony Brown. Mm-hmm. Now the number now the number two corner is Stephon Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore is going to the Hall of Fame. Like that that's as good as any corner that the league has had over the over the last 10 years. So now my my number one corner is Diggs, my number two corner is Stephon Gilmore. That's that's an improvement, you would think, right? Yeah. Uh so so like those were the two biggest holes to me. Like if they I I was nervous going into that San Francisco playoff game last year. I told anybody, like, ah, dog, I don't like this matchup. I don't like I'm scared. Like, I I don't know what we could do in that game against San Francisco. If they went into San Francisco with the current roster that they have now, I will I would feel a lot better about the game. And also, Kellen Moore did a, he did he did good with what he had to work with. Mm-hmm. I I I kind of am glad that he is not calling the plays in Dallas anymore. I'm not necessarily happy that Mike McCarthy's doing it because true. <laughs> as it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure that that's something that should be added to his plate. Like that's another thing that could distract him. So I'm a little nervous to see how that goes. And they'll probably, probably struggle with that early out of the gate. But I think once they figure out offensively, they'll be fine. So to answer your question, I think, Honestly, we mentioned those Super Bowl teams from when I was a kid. Yeah. Talent-wise, top top. Way the offensive line is another thing. Um, their offensive line never played a game together last year. Like yeah. the main offensive line, like left to right. If if they got all those dudes healthy, that'll be the first time that that the top five offensive line will, will suit up together for the Cowboys. So if they got all those dudes healthy, I think the offense could could take another step forward this year. So top to bottom. This is probably the most talented team they had since they last were in the Super Bowl. Straight and up. You love, and you love Dak. I'm a Dak guy, no doubt. Love Dak. I believe Man. in him. Randy. Now, you guys added Trey Lance. You're a mm-hmm. Dak guy. I know he. Yep. Uh, Dak got hurt early on last year. 
um, and they did the best they could to replace him and, and kind of you know try to win without him. Uh, but now you get, I guess, this is security for Dak just in case. Uh, you again, you're the Cowboy fan. Do you look at it as God forbid Dak gets hurt? We, we got Trey Lance, or do you this is kind of like putting pressure for Dak to perform better? Because now, if he doesn't, God forbid, there's someone right behind him to, to take his spot. All right, well, would you believe me if I said for this season, we talking this season or like future? I'm uh, let's do both. Let's do right okay, now. Okay, so, 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 so if it's so it's for this season. I'm going to say that it's neither, actually, because, like, first of all, you just dropping this dude in here, cold turkey, at the end of the preseason. He got to learn the entire offense, and that's right. something that, you know, allegedly he struggled with in San Francisco. I don't know what the, I don't know the details, and Kyle Shanahan's offense is not Mike McCarthy's offense, mm -hmm. so you can't, can't speak to that. But, you know, remember, Dallas got a backup quarterback named Cooper Rush, who, when Dak got hurt last year, he... He did what he had to do. They like right, again. He didn't right. set the he didn't set the world on fire, but he won four out of five games. Mm -hmm. So, if if Trey Lance plays a snap this season, that means something went horribly wrong. Something like like I, I don't want to see him on the field at all because that, if that happens, it, it's bad. It's bad all around. So I don't think that he's Dak insurance for this season necessarily. Uh, now if the contract extension talks fall through. I don't think that they're going to. I hope that they're not going to. But if the contract extension with Dak doesn't happen, that you you would hope that you could develop this kid into something down the line. But again, like this is something, this is all projection. I don't know what Trey Lance could be. I don't know. What I do know is he's a good athlete and he's got an incredible arm, right? But uh, he, he got hurt a few times to San Fran. Uh, and, and, and whatever he showed was not enough for them to, to want to continue working with him. And that should tell you something because he, they gave up three first round picks to, to move up for him. They traded him for a fourth rounder because in their eyes, he couldn't beat out Brock Purdy who, you know, we'll see what Brock Purdy is, but, the, but the backup quarterback, who's the backup quarterback in San Francisco is Sam Darnold. So what, what does that tell you? man? <laughs> like, you're right. So, so. Please. So for this season, like I, I, I'm not expecting anything from Trey Lance. I, I, I can't expect anything from Trey Lance. Mm. Next season, they go into the season. I, I got to imagine that they'll give him a lot of work in the preseason and hope that he shows you something, and he could be a backup for that season. Or if he shows enough improvement, maybe you could turn him around for a draft pick yourself. Like that's something that McCarthy used to do all the time in Green Bay. Like they, they would develop a backup. And if the guy got enough, I remember Matt Flynn, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had, like he had like two or three, like really good games when, when Rogers got hurt and, uh, and what do they do? They give him the Seattle, Seattle gives him that big ass contract and, they, and he didn't play it down in Seattle because they drafted Russell Wilson and they're like, Oh, this dude's better. We're going to play him. Exactly. But like, you know, <laughs> the, the, that kind of situation. So that's, that's, I feel like that's what they're hoping is going to happen, but the NFL, man, stuff happens. And listen, Dax missed some, missed some games over the last few years. Like that used to not be a thing at all with him. But after he broke his leg that one time, it is, uh -huh. you know, Dak does have to stay healthy, but I, I can't for the, for this season. I can't expect a thing from Trey Lance. That would be, that'd be a mistake. Don't pick him in your fantasy team. Don't do that. So, so Ray, two days ago, Denny uh, on this, on this show said he has the Baltimore Ravens, in the Super Bowl, he did not give me a a NFC team. 
Uh, but you give a beautiful answer why this is Cowboys season. It's their time. But that, does that mean you have a them in the NFC Championship, B in the Super Bowl, or C winning the whole thing? Well, let me put it this way: if they're not in the NFC Championship, the season's a failure. Straight. That's up. what I like to that's, hear. That's, no, no, like that's the season. That like, but again, like for all the reasons that I stated. Like again, and and they're a young team, and they've been building for towards something for a while, right? Mm. And but again, they added some veteran pieces, which is something that they they don't do. Like I, I talked about Cooks and Gilmore, that's something that they, that they haven't done. Like they haven't added a veteran. Like like I, dude, I I think the last time they signed a free agent to a deal, like a, a big time free agent, was Brandon Carr. You know what year that was? That was twenty twelve. Wow, that was wow. twenty twelve. <laughs> That was that was the last time they brought in like an established outside player uh -huh. in his prime, Jerry Jones. So, so, but, but again, like, but again, like, eleven years, man, <laughs> eleven years. So they they got to think that they're on the verge, finally, right? You you would mm. think so. And again, last year they won twelve games. The year before that they won twelve games. And again, I'm gonna give you another statistic. This is the first time that they've done that since those Super Bowl years. Can you believe that? They won twelve games it. back to back. To, Back to back seasons, they did not win twelve games. Back to back to those Super Bowl years. No, that's the first time it. they did that. And bro, yeah. I was so, watching that. I was watching that San Fran game two years ago, mm -hmm. and it, uh, it was at home. And then they were down, and the, the clock management they called timeout. And I'm like, yo, what that's always been a problem with him, man. That's always been a problem with him. It's not, and that's one of the things that gives me pause about it. I'm not one of those people who like to dunk on Mike McCarthy and say, oh, he's a bad coach. Like, like, I don't think he's a bad coach. I actually think he's a pretty good one, at least above mm -hmm. average in the NFL. I think there's a, I saw, I see some like coach rankings that have him in the twenties. That's crazy. Like that's, that's not right because he's, he's at least as good as Sean Payton and, and Sean Payton. I love and respect Sean Payton. I think Sean Payton is one of the best ones to, to ever do it. But yeah. like, if you look at if you look at the, their situations, it's almost like identical. Like they they both have one Super Bowl, one, and and his was with Drew Brees, but back in you know the early two thousand. So like, uh, and and he's always in contention, but like a lot of times, like Sean Payton's season has ended in in disappointment for one season for one reason or another. So like, I don't think that there's m that much of a difference between the two of them. I think McCarthy's a good coach. He just has some things that still remain an issue and that's why i kind of like lean toward uh, I'm, I'm i'm not going to call him a great one yeah. he could prove me wrong who knows who knows denny all <sighs> right you have <laughs> da dallas has everything okay the you, you have <laughs> you have defense you have a quarterback you have special you have uh, special skills positions you have all that said and done and then you basically said which i love to hear that um you know they don't get into the NFC Championship game. At least, at least, at least, it's a failure. And I just want to, you know, ask this because, yes, I really don't enjoy Dallas regular season. <laughs> That's not what I come to. to I come wonder. To. I wonder why. I wonder yeah, why. The regular season Dallas is not entertaining enough for me. I like the car crash. I like <laughs> playoff <laughs> Dallas, baby, because it just seems as if. They always find a way to tie their shoes up and trip. It ain't been fun. It it, it ain't been fun, bro. <laughs> You're totally right. Like the track record is not there, and and for for whatever reason, like the the most disappointing year that I think that where they had those playoff expectations was back in 07 when they lost that game to the Giants. Because like I I thought that that was th their best shot. Uh, probably. 
out of out of the past twenty some odd years, like that was the best team. Uh, they had home field in the in, in the playoffs, and they and they they not for nothing they smacked the Giants twice that year. So mm-hmm. like they they should have they should have done that. And well, I don't I don't need to go over that game. Y'all saw what happened. Uh, the the one year twenty fourteen was the next year that they were really good. Uh, they beat Detroit that first round, and then they went to Green Bay. Uh, Des oh, caught yeah. it. I'm just I'm just pointing out that Des caught it. But what we don't what we don't like to talk about Des is even if the, even but even if even if they did call that a touchdown, which they should have, there were four minutes left on the clock, and Aaron Rodgers was getting the ball. So <laughs> I didn't necessarily feel good about that, even if he did get. So we 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 forget to we forget to mention that. And in 16, that was the year where Dak and Zeke were rookies. And I I thought they made a mistake not giving Tony Romo his job back when he was healthy because I loved what Dak was doing. But they, they were Dak Prescott then was not the quarterback that Dak Prescott is now. Back, it took a and, years. And, and a lot of people, like a lot of people think that he's the same guy. And, and, and I think that's, for me, I feel like that's where a lot of like the opinion of Dak Prescott comes from because like they still see him as the guy who was largely carried by the offensive line, the running game, and you know the the playmakers outside of him that year because he had a lot to learn about playing the quarterback position when it came to his footwork, his awareness, uh, his ball placement, all that. Like it was not what it is now, and I thought that offense that was tailor made for Tony Romo, if the, if the, he had that ball in the playoffs, I think. They beat Green Bay in that game. Uh, they beat Seattle or whoever they had to play the, the the next week, and that was as good a shot that they had to to win the Super Bowl. So, like the the two San Francisco games from the last two years, I didn't feel good about heading in there because I just respect San Francisco's defense so much and mm. the run game, which which was you know defensively that's kind of a weakness for Dallas over the years, like running up the middle and like and that's not for nothing, but that's how you stop. A an explosive offense and B a defense that's that's built on making plays and getting turnovers. Well, what do you do? You run the ball, you protect the ball against them. And San Francisco is a team that's tailor made to do that. Mm-hmm. Now I got to think that that Dallas is a better equipped team to deal with that. And since they have more weapons on the outside, and since they have more defensively in the middle, hopefully, like I, again, I would feel more confident if they played a team like San Francisco in the playoffs if everybody was healthy. Randy, yeah. this man is rational. Uh, after a couple of minutes speaking to him, he's not like these other Dallas Cowboy fans that I've spoken to in the past. I try, man. That have I try. Been very irrational, just very mm. out there with their thought processes. It's just wild. But <laughs> Ray, he is. I, I I believe him, Randy. No. I mean, I I do. I I feel the passion. I hear the passion. I, when he said. This is our year. It's like me. I'm I'm a, I'm a Viking fan, but I'm a I'm a realistic fan. Where I say, you know what, we could be pretty good, but do I see myself in the in, in a championship or NFC championship? I'm gonna probably say no. I know we've been there the last couple of years. Case Keenum and all that shit, and, and, and you know we got Kirk Cousins on board. We probably got the best wide receiver in the game right now. But it's like, damn, like even me, like we had Dalvin Cook. He's now a fucking New York Jet. So it's like, damn, when is it? When damn. is it, when's it gonna be my time? When is it gonna be my time to celebrate uh, a, a Viking championship? Because I just don't see it happening a- a- anytime soon. You know what the truth is, though, man. Like right now, and, and we kind of like neglected to mention this. Like we're living in the middle of the Chief Dynasty, the Patrick Mahomes Dynasty. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's like at the end of the day, I think it's going to be them again. 
that's that's waiting on the AFC side. Now, now that's not no disrespect to Dennis pick here, bro, because like Baltimore, I could actually see that happen. I could we forget Lamar's an MVP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's and and he's got Odell. That kid Zay Flowers is nice too, man. They mm-hmm. they got a good defense. They got a good coach. Yeah, I would not. I would not sleep on that squad. The, the, the thing that gives me pause is that division, top to bottom, is going to be a dogfight. You mm. still got Cincinnati. Um, Cleveland's got to be better. Like Cleveland's, kind, like they have to. Like if they're not improving, competing for a playoff spot, people are going to get fired out in Cleveland yeah. and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, bro, they they could just put their helmets on and they're going to win nine games. Like who's doubting Mike Tomlin? <laughs> any, any of you? You doubting him? I'm not. I don't know, man. When you speak about coaches and, and you know, you have coaches that <laughs> you want a coach that imposes his will on his uh, franchise. That's one coach that you have to understand. He will impose his will on that franchise and you're going to come in. He's going to he's going to squeeze out nine games somehow. And and it's funny, too, because it's like, well, who's the quarterback? Well, who's the running back? Well, who's with who, who, who don't matter. Don't matter. It, it doesn't matter. He's still going to give you nine games. Crazy. But you know and that's, what? And that's, and that's what you call a, and that's why you call him a great coach. Year in, year out, that team's always contending, and, and they always seem to make the right hire because they went from Bill Cowher to him, and from mm-hmm. freaking like you know Chuck Knoll to Bill Cowher. They they had three coaches in their whole franchise history, bro. That's insane. Mm-hmm. That's insane. As I I don't know what the numbers were for uh, Chiefs and Eagles last year. I'm pretty sure they were high for KC and Tampa Bay because it was Mahomes and Brady, right? But if you give me Hypothetically, you give me Kansas City and the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, like those it'll numbers- break a record. It'll break a record. A lot of folks is a lot of folks is uh, picking the Jets though, man, for, for for similar reasons. They just want all that, and not for, not for nothing. But you talk you talking about eyeballs. Like what what would a McCarthy Aaron Rodgers Super Bowl give you? Forget about the Cowboys and Jets angle. Just McCarthy Rodgers. Think mm. about that. Haters in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Everybody be hating like you, you, that. That's the hater Super Bowl right there. That's the one. Haters arrive. Well, Cowboys and Jets. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Wow. Like, like if you want to hate on the Super Bowl, that's the one. That's the one you'll be looking at. Listen, a hundred million people are gonna watch that game, bro. It, it, it don't matter. It don't matter. I mean, I don't know what's the highest rated Super Bowl of all time is right now, but I'm pretty sure. I'll tell you right now, that, that'll be that'll be in the ballpark for sure. Super Bowl of all time. It's probably it's probably the last one because like, the, the numbers keep going up for some reason. So it, it's probably going to be like the Chiefs, uh, the, the the last one, Chiefs Eagles. Uh, well, yeah, maybe, maybe I guess nineteen eighty two game remains the highest rated Super Bowl. Highest really? Super Bowl. It earned four eighty two point one eighty two viewership. Picked it. Viewership peaked at twenty fifteen Super Bowl was watched at the time. Super Bowl was Super Bowl was watched by one hundred fourteen million. So, so that, the, that that was Washington. Which one was that? Let me see. He said eighty two. Right? No, that if it, 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 if it's January eighty two, then it's probably San Francisco, Cincinnati. Then probably that Ooh. one. Ooh, that's like funny. the first. That's like the first Joe Montana Super Bowl. So yeah, forty. Yeah, yeah. forty nine yeah. is in Cincinnati. So that makes sense, right? So I still get the record. One, two, three, thirty, forty years later. I mean, eighty five. Yeah. 85.24, maybe. No, no, January. We're looking at, no, no, we're looking at way more. Mm-hmm. January 85. We got 85.53. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, oh, January 93, 94, obviously. That's Cowboys, Cowboys. Cowboys. That, that, was, that was Cowboys, Bills, yeah. Yeah. Um, 96 was pretty high. Those Buffalo Bills teams, bro. <laughs> oh, now you want to yeah, talk about a team that, that <laughs> struggled. 
The, you know, the mm. Bills, Buffalo Bills, the four year run to the to the Super Bowl. Mm. Listen, yeah, I, yeah. I, I lost all four. Listen, I I I I cry every time I think about those teams because I think everyone went to the Hall of Fame. From, yeah. from yeah. the Buffalo team. Every, every yeah, they, they, they had a squad. They had a squad. Defensively, offensively, Kelly, you got Thermal, Bruce, you got Bruce Smith. Smith. You guess, it was, yeah. Andre Reed. Andre Reed. It was a lot. They needed they deserve to go. But again, mm. just understanding where we are with all this new talent in the NFL. We got people moving left and right. Um, you mentioned before we go, you mentioned also too, you said extension, DAC extension, right? Now mm-hmm. is that so? We're talking about what extending him for how many years? Uh, probably like well, he got one year on his contract next year, but that that cap number like this is why I think it's got to get done quicker. That his cap number next year is like fifty nine mil, and uh, a lot of people think that Dallas is like crazy spending because you, th- they draft well, but they but they spend the money like usually on their own guys. So. Uh, CD Lamb got to get a deal. Michael Parsons got to get a deal. Those are like the last two deals that they got to do. Diggs just got one. Uh, I'm trying to think. Somebody else just got a massive deal yeah. from them. Uh, but you know, like they they got oh Zach Martin got his redone. So like mm-hmm. they 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 like making sure that they have as much cash space as possible for next year. So to do that, they gotta they gotta fix Dak's cap number for next year. Well, well how do you do that? You got to give him a new contract. Mm. So. Uh, I think it's like his average was like 40 mil when he signed it. And remember everyone, Oh, 40 mil. You, how you pay Daniel Jones is getting for 40 million now. So like 40 yeah. million is nothing. So, so Dak is probably going to be in like the 50 something million range when his, when his gets done. Uh, but it's got to get done here in like the next few months because they've got to lower his number for next year. So, uh, you take that one year, you probably cross that one out, replace it with a new year, and you're probably looking at four to five years. He wanted four years last time. That's what he got. They wanted five years because, well, you know, if you're the team, that's what you want. You want the extra year of control, right? But he knew that he's going to be turning 30 this year, and he's got an opportunity to cash in at least one more big deal, or if he's in his mid-30s and he still got it. He could get one more after that. So he's probably going to look to do the same thing with a four-year deal, probably in that ballpark. That's what I'm thinking. Um, I got two more before I let you go, Ray. Um, I know that you're a producer for ESPN here in New York. Uh, Again, you're the Cowboy fan, but obviously you you get a lot of callers on Jets and Giants, and that's the talk of the town about what they're going to do. Like the realistic expectation, Giants – you know, they, they they won a playoff game last year. They beat my Vikings. Um, and, you know, they kept Saquon. They got Waller from the Raiders. Um, you know, Daniel Jones still progressing. And, and on the flip side, Jets, Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers, Dalvin Cook, everybody. They're the Green Bay Packers of the New York Jets combined, everything. So what when the callers and the fans that you engage with, what's the what's – the, What's the temperature? What's the expectation Bob. of Giants and Jets uh, this year? Yeah, man, it sounds it sounds like both fan bases expect big things. Uh, and again, the Giants were in the playoffs last year, and, and not for nothing, but the NFC, like once you get past like the top three, four teams, like the, the conference is kind of weak. So, like a wild card spot's gonna be there for, for them to take. I don't know who's coming out of the North. Uh, a lot of people seem to think that it's gonna be the Lions. We we go yeah. find out Thursday night with the, with the Chiefs. We go find out how good the Lions are. But, you know, Green Bay doesn't have Rodgers anymore. Chicago's a big question mark. Whoever wins the South, that, that's going to be a team that, like last year, probably ain't going to belong in the playoffs. Like, <laughs> whoever, that, the, the wild card that faces them is going to be saying, thank you. 
thank you because they, they gonna whoop they gonna whoop on that team whether it's Atlanta, New Orleans, or whoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but like m- m- Seattle maybe in the West because I'm still picking San Fran to win that division. But so so yeah. Seattle comes out of the West, right? So that's a wild card team. One of the one of the East teams is going to come out of it. So whether Dallas or Philly wins that division, the other one's going to get a wild card. So you got one more wild card to go. Like who who's taking that from the Giants? You think you think uh like you think the 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 Lions or Vikings, whoever doesn't win that division, is going to do it? Like that's that's really what it comes down to. Uh, I yeah. mean, Washington Washington's going to be better, but I feel like the Giants are still better than they are. Uh, yeah. I, I love Brian, Brian. Brian Dayball is a way better coach than than a lot of people realize. I, I know he won Coach of the Year, and like we we in New York, everybody loves him. But like outside, yeah. like like he, he's he's legit, man. He's a good coach. Uh, and with the Jets, and with the Jets, it's like, bro, it feels like Super Bowl dreams over here. Like people are really buying into the Rogers hype, and you know, with good reason. He's he seems happy. First of all, he wasn't happy last year, and he seems healthy. So who we'll, has we'll a better see, record? Like, who has a better record, Jets or Giants? Oh, ooh. listen, damn, that, 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 that schedule early on, that early is brutal. It's brutal. It's brutal. Who has a better Damn, bro. You I don't know. That. I don't, you go. I'm I don't going know, to man, say because... the Jets have a better because again, me, Danny Blanco. Mm-hmm. I'm saying the Jets <laughs> have a better record because of Aaron Rodgers. Daniel Jones, God bless you. <laughs> I believe in Saquon. I think we could all agree that Daniel Jones ain't uh, ain't uh, Aaron Rodgers love. I think we'd right, all agree on that. Right. So I believe in Saquon, but Daniel Jones is gonna have to show me something this year, baby, because yeah, I don't think that Giants he, team is gonna have the gonna have the record as the Jets. He got to show a lot of people something, man, because like I, I I keep hearing like, oh, Daniel Jones got to take the next step. Like, well, what's the next step, man? My man threw fifteen touchdowns last year. He's got he's got to do more than that. He's got to do more than that. Yeah, so so. My last question, Ray. Uh, first of all, we thank you for coming on on the show. Really appreciate it. Yeah, um, no doubt. You know how. NBA fans, they always have this convo like, yo, pick your five, your all time five, currently, uh, back in the day, or just all, all time. Um, who would you pick as your favorite five Cowboys of all time at any position? Your favorite oh, five. Oh, boy. Man, I keep going back to the 90s. Like, that was my squad. Mm-hmm. So I'm, 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 I'm taking Dion because, like, the flash, like, like I, when I played, I, I, I'd like to play cornerback over receiver. And I, and I used to have like, I, the, the pictures on Twitter somewhere, man, but like a VM, my senior year, like taking my photo before practice and I got the do rag on and everything, bro. Like, I, I think I got it like that. I used to wear the sleeves and the wristbands and the gloves and all that. So yeah, you, you, you can see it. Like it's in the, like, I, I'll send it to you. I got it somewhere. Like I, I'm wearing the do rag, man. It's, and I got, and I got my chin up like that. I'm like, yo, what's, what's good? <laughs> like, so, um, it, it's Dion's probably number one. Uh, Emmett Smith is right behind him, man, because Emmett Smith was, uh, uh, inspirational player just because like he wasn't the biggest he wasn't the fastest but like the dude was one of the toughest and you know i'm not gonna get into that greatest running back of all time debate because i think it's walter payton but like uh the, the emmett smith i think gets a, gets a lot of disrespect when it comes to that conversation but look look he got the most yards he got the most touchdowns and he got the most rings so i'm just gonna leave it at that uh so uh after that I was a big Tony Romo guy, man. Tony okay. Tony Romo, like he he was another guy because he was undrafted. Like it's easy to root for a guy that's undrafted. He comes out of nowhere, uh, and mm-hmm. and his style his style of play was like when he was healthy, like 
Um, you ever see that play where he dodged JJ Watt? Like JJ Watt, like had him dead to rights, and he did like he had his back to him, and okay. he put JJ he put JJ Watt in the spin cycle, bro. Like he he like he like it felt like he had like the spider sense. So he like <laughs> ducked and spun. Yeah, and JJ Watt was just grabbing air. Then he turns around, throws the ball fifty yards downfield to a to a touchdown. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful play. Go, go go look that play up. Like that was Tony Romo That's in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. Um, and then after that, so you got Dion Emmett and Tony Romo right now, right? Uh, after that, I'm gonna go Irv Michael Irvin. Okay, because just like the the fire, like he was the I would talk about like the leader of that team. Michael Irvin was the leader of that team. Like he got into some other stuff, but like what on the field, nobody was tougher. Nobody wanted it more. Just uh -huh. and and you can still see that guy on TV. Like he he thinks he's still playing sometimes. And I and I'm, I ain't gonna front. I I enjoy it. I, I like seeing that. Number five. Uh -huh. This is this is where it gets interesting because I got a lot of guys that I could I could put into that slot. I'm gonna tell you this right now. Right now, it's Demarcus Ware because okay. he was like he was he was outstanding like to watch Russian in the past and when he was at the top of his game he had a 20 sack year in there like he was unstoppable Get, come back to me in a few years and let's see where Michael Parsons is because Michael Parsons might actually be better than where which is crazy to say aspects where hey, where just went to him but he he might actually be better so we we're going to see the circle always comes back, no matter what people right. say. We'll never see a Jordan. We'll never see another Demarcus. Where it always comes back, bro. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. That's not bad, bro. You got Romo, Emmett, Dion, Demarcus Aware, and mm -hmm. Michael Irvin. That, that's not that's not a bad five. Not a bad five. Yeah, you know, I never thought no to put it into a list before. So no to. Uh. T.O. wasn't there long enough to put it, and not for nothing. Before he became a cowboy, I wasn't a big T.O. guy. <laughs> like, right. I kind of tolerated him. I kind of tolerated him. But, again, like, it's funny as you get older, like, you get a better understanding of uh, of certain players. And, like, I think mm -hmm. if, if I knew things about T.O. that I know now, like, I probably would have been a bigger fan of him. But but he but I, I say this about T.O. Like, T.O. actually seems like he's a good dude, and a lot of people misunderstood him, yeah. I feel. And no, I, no I, Aikman, no Aikman. Uh, like I said, it's tough because Troy is one of those people who could have gone in at number five, and mm. Troy, Troy is another dude. He he's like the opposite of Emmitt Smith. Like he don't got the numbers because he didn't have to. Like you know, they that the nineties team like it relied on Emmitt Smith. Like that was that was how it went. But I think if like Troy like played in like the Buffalo offense or or the run and shoot or anything, like Troy would have put up like John Elway numbers if if he needed to. But he didn't need to, and yeah. and his career and his career was only like eleven years. So, mm -hmm. you know, any more, Denny? Nah, man, this guy is is phenomenal. I I can't wait to have him on again because there's some things that I definitely want to talk about on the other side, uh, you know, with other sports. But no, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna pray that <laughs> you have a successful uninjured season with your top stars because I want to see everyone healthy. Come playoff time. Oh, Dan, it's like that. Like, Danny don't like no excuses <laughs> now. Danny don't like no excuses. We need you to be no. fully Dallas to be fully healthy. Come playoff time and let the chips fall where they may. Great. I last, appreciate last, that. I appreciate last, that. Last question. Over under. How many wins for the Cowboys this year? What's over under? Uh, 
you got to set it at 11 at least. Like, I think that's, the, I think that's the number. So to put it, let's do 11 and a half. So you got the right number. Like it, so they, they got to have at least 11, put it at 12, put it right in that ballpark. That's not bad. Uh, you can find my man Ray Santiago on Twitter at Ray Santi again, producer for ESPN and MSG Network. Find my guy Denny Blanco on all social me- uh, social media platforms at Sir Denny Blanco. Myself, Randy J. Cruz, R E N D Y, letter J C R U Z. Find the podcast again on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube.com slash Cruise Control Podcast. Also on TikTok at It's in the Game Pod. Randy Cruz, Danny Blanco, Ray Santiago. It's in the game podcast. We out. Thank you, man. I greatly appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah.